Welcome to another episode of The Practical Preacher. I'm your host, Pastor LeVar Young. We're excited to have a new topic for this week. What we want to talk about is a subject matter of trapped in the pulpit. That's right, you heard me, trapped in the pulpit. You might say, well, what does that mean to be trapped in the pulpit? What we have to understand when it comes to pastors, preachers, teachers, whether they're male or female, um, first, let me put this disclaimer before I get heavily into it is now because I know some people are going to say, well, they supposed to be of a certain standard. I, I do agree that as a pastor, as pastors, as as workmen of the Lord, pastors should live what they preach. They should practice what they preach, their character and and their their motives should be the same in and out of the pulpit. You know, you shouldn't see one face or one character on Sunday and then a different one on Monday or Tuesday. But now when I say trapped in the pulpit, we must have to also understand that pastors and preachers, teachers, people that are used to teach the word of God are human as well. They're human as well. They have flaws just like everyone else. They have emotions to deal with it like everyone else. They have life circumstances to deal with just like everyone else. You know, they have common things that they must do. You know, they go grocery shopping. They, you know, do a lot of things. We, we, we do all those things. And what tends to happen sometimes is because of their status as uh, a pastor, what they do in the pulpit, many times they feel this burden. They feel bound to that. It's like, you know, I can't be anything more than that. What we have to understand is that many pastors are a husband or or a wife or, you know, their mother or their father, their brother or their sister, you know, their son, their daughter, you know, their friend to people even outside of their local church, you know, their employee. And sometimes they work for companies uh, dealing with people that are not saved, that don't even recognize them as a pastor. So they just have to be a regular person. But what happens a lot of times, because there's such already this stigma about pastors, you know, about preachers, there's already a heaviness that's on them that already I must not only preach and teach others, but I have to make sure that I constantly reflect what I preach. But even in doing that, sometimes I feel like I just can't be me. I just can't come down to earth. I just can't go to the grocery store and and be upset about bad produce just like somebody else would be. I I just can't work on a regular job and, and say I'm having a rough day or I had a bad day just like someone else. Um, does I can't seek out a counselor because um, you, how you need a counselor when you're the pastor. And I think what this does is it trap many of them in their pulpit. It makes them think that they're nothing more than who they are in their pulpit. And we have to understand that there's so much more to being a pastor than just what happens on Sunday, than 
just what happens in the pulpit because even on Sundays alone there is so much that happens and takes place with pastors there's so much that comes their way even before they preach before they teach you would just be amazed at how many issues come up or things that people want to bring to you or that there's this major problem that has to be resolved or or it's brought to you as if it has to be resolved before service starts and even through all that, you have to focus and still be available to try to help people. What happens when you need help yourself? You know, we we want them to one on one minutes like preach to us, you know, but don't be judgmental. But then people turn around and be very judgmental to pastors. And once again, I'm not making any excuses for or uh, for anyone, any pastors that do wrong. Because I believe, once again, like I stated, we should live what we preach. We should live what we teach. But please understand that we face life the same way that everyone else faces life. And when I say face life, I mean, we experience it the same way. You know, we hurt like everyone else. We get sick like everyone else. You know, we have bills to pay like everyone else. Uh, we have problems that come up just like everyone else. If we have a family, the same problems that you may have with some of your children, uh, we have that as well. And we have to look for solutions and we're praying just like we tell you to pray and just like we have you to pray. So it's sad that when you see many pastors that feel feel as if I'm just tied to this pulpit, I can't do anything else outside of that. Have you ever thought about how would you feel just about if you saw your pastor in just like, I don't know, a common common job or something outside of the church, whatever, especially during the pandemic, if you saw your pastor doing DoorDash, how would you feel about that? You know, and, and, and this is if he's, if they're getting a salary or if they're not getting a salary, because many churches experienced a, a downfall in tithes and offering when everything happened, which is understandable. Now, some experience an increase, praise God, but everybody uh, didn't have that. So sometimes you have some pastors that say, look, I still have bills to pay. I have my medical insurance to pay. Um, I have a family to provide for. Um, I have a lot of responsibilities. So I have to do what I have to do in order to take care of my responsibilities, which is part of being an adult. But because of once again, here it is, that pull of that pulpit that feel as if, oh, there are certain things that I can't do. There are certain jobs that I can't have or certain places I can't go because I'm tied to the pulpit. I'm a pastor and, and that's going to be frowned upon. Now, I will admit that I wouldn't take on a job or do something that goes against the morals of what I preach, that goes against the word of God that I preach. But there are some things that, let's just be honest, there's no heaven or hell in it. You know, some pastors feel as if they can't even go to see a movie, can't go enjoy a game. And, and, I'm, and I'm talking about before this pandemic started. You know, back when everyone else was going to the to the movies, everyone else was going to baseball games, football games, basketball games. You know, some pastors feel like I can't do this or they they feel this heaviness of when they do 
do these things and someone spots them and realize who they are, there's this unwritten rule or this unwritten expectation of them to still be who they are on Sunday to those individuals. And sometimes this can cause, um, this could cause a lot of pain for some pastors. It could cause them to be put into a, a place of bondage, you know, because they think, well, I can't do this. I can't do that. I can't go here. I can't go there. Or, or they search for a, a tight knit group that these are the only people that I could just be myself. You know, I just want to be myself. I just want to be able to express my feelings and my true emotions about something. Or I just want to be able to go to the beach and sit out. You know, I want to be able to go to a nice restaurant and just enjoy a meal and not worried about people looking and going, oh, did you see what the pastor had ordered? You know, and then be, how did he, he ordered a, a very expensive meal. Uh, church must be paying them good. Or he ordered a real cheap meal. Church must not be paying them at all. You know, all these type of things. So my heart really goes out to a lot of pastors that feel like I'm trapped in the pulpit. Like this is all life is for me. And then unfortunately, also what it does is for those that have a family, when they have such a strong call on what they do at the church, there's a high demand for them of what they do. And a lot of times what happens is if they don't practice balance, it takes away and it pulls away from valuable time that they should be spending with their family. And then their family suffers because of that, because once again, now I'm still trapped in the pulpit. Or sometimes even, let's be honest, a lot of times with pastors, even their family feel as if, look, my husband is the pastor or my wife is the pastor or my dad is the pastor, you know, or, or my son or my daughter is the pastor. You know, someone I'm related to, they're the pastor, not me. So I want to be able to go out to the amusement park with my loved one. I want to be able to do take this trip and then post these pictures of us having a good time when we went to, I don't know, went to Cancun or we went to Hawaii. We went to these places. I want to post these pictures showing that we had a good time, but they already know that there's a fear of if I post these pictures, then it's going to be all these negative comments made, or it's going to be, you know, someone's going to have something to say. Somebody going to find some wrong in it. You know, ooh, what they doing out there laying on that beach? Ooh, how'd they get the money to go there? Ooh, you know, and, and it's amazing how people say that and people will feel that when they just finish posting the same type of pictures themselves. So I think that we have to have a level of understanding for one another. And we also have to understand that pastors are people too. That they're more than just their pulpit. They're more than just Sunday. Um, we have to understand, especially when you have some pastors that are very down to earth. Now, now let me, I'll admit to that too. You have some maybe that feel that they're so trapped because maybe they're not down to earth. You know, maybe they give off this, this, this vibe that when they show up as, at places, maybe they give off this judgmental vibe. So then that make people feel some kind of, some kind of way so they don't invite them or, you know, it makes the people feel uncomfortable in that space. So then it makes them feel the pastor themselves feel uncomfortable because then you feel this, this whole vibe in the room that like, man, who invited them? Why are they here? So I, I will admit that there are some cases where you have that, but what about for the ones that are down to earth, the ones that are, that are comical, 
you know, the ones that are loving, that are helping, you know, the ones that you know, love family and just love on people and go various places to share their love, that they do stuff more than just Sundays. What about them? You know, and I think when you have people that are like that, you have to have some level of understanding. You have to have also some level of of um, confidentiality as well, you know, and realize that they're normal. You know, you see your pastor out and you see them, you know, at the grocery store and they didn't see you, but you see them and they got mad or they got upset about something. Then you're going to run to tell that, you know, or, or just whatever, whatever it may be. I think we have to give them room to be human and we have to understand that, yes, they should and are required to live and practice what they preach, but they're a human being just like everyone else. Life comes at them and to be perfectly honest, sometimes life comes at them even harder because when you try to help someone in something and when you try to pour into someone, when you try to help someone navigate through their pain, navigate through their problems. Many times, the very thing that you're trying to help somebody else with is the very thing that seems like it break out in your life. You know, when past when you're praying for somebody, uh, for someone's healing, then you get sick. You know, you're praying for someone's marriage, then you start having trouble in your marriage. So we have to understand that they are human. They're carrying the weight of many people. So. I think this thing needs to start being addressed because a lot of pastors do feel like they trapped in the pulpit. Trapped here is no way out. I can't do anything more than this. Uh, I can't be, I can't even take a suitable vacation because if I take a vacation too long, then I'm going to be talked about, or, you know, people are going to feel some type of way. They're going to feel like I'm neglecting my job duties. You know, and we have to realize it's amazing that, you know, many of our other leaders in other arenas, you know, whether it's, you know, at a, at a company, whether it's on a corporate level, whether it's um, in politics, whatever the case is, sometimes we hold them at a lesser standard. And I just believe this is just me. If whatever type of leadership role you're in, you do have a responsibility to those that you lead. You have a responsibility to have some type of standards, some type of morals, the very thing that you're pushing others to do. I think you have a responsibility um, that you yourself should do those same things. And and I know someone will say, but but pastors are on this teaching the word of God. Yes. So there is there is a little difference to it. And then, then there's a little higher standard for them. But. Let's hold everyone accountable, not just the leaders, but even the followers, because we're all let's 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 be honest. We're all accountable for something. We all have a responsibility, even within our own personal life. We have a responsibility to be, as I would say, a decent person, to be nice, to be kind, you know, to be considerate, to be polite, to be understanding, you know. We all have some type of responsibility in life to just be a decent person and to try to treat people the way that they should be treated, the way that we would want to be treated. 
So once again, my heart really goes out to pastors that feel like they're trapped in the pulpit. And, and I would say that if there's any pastor that feel this way, that it's time for you to seek help, to talk to somebody, not just pray, you know, pray, but also ask God to give you someone that you can talk to, give you someone that you can confide in, give you someone that can give you practical things to do to give to give and bring balance to your life, give you some practical things to do so you don't feel bondage, so that you don't feel unnecessary weight upon yourself. Don't suffer in silence. Don't think that this is just the way it has to be. This is the way that it must be. No, there is liberty in serving God. And I think we forget that sometimes. Or sometimes we think that the liberty in serving God is only for, as people would say, the sheep and not the under shepherd. But no, there's liberty in serving God for everyone who serves God. No matter what position you have in the body of Christ, no matter what your function is, because we're all human and Christians first. So we're all believers. So we all have um, freedom in the Lord. But when it comes to the leaders, when it comes to the pastors, stop being trapped in the pulpit. Stop trapping yourself in the pulpit. Stop allowing for others to trap you in the pulpit. Stop thinking that this is all life is. Because the Bible says that the Lord come that we might have life and have it more abundantly. Trust me, God doesn't want us to live a life of just total sadness. You know, where we're just one dimensional, where there's no balance, where it's all church all the time. It's impossible to do that 24-7. He wants us to have some times where we smile, where we laugh, where we joke, where we play. There's a season and time for everything. He wants us to be able to enjoy one another. He want us. He doesn't want us to be wound up so tight. And this is the other thing that happened to a lot of pastors. When you when you see pastors that are just wound up so tight, seem like they're so tense, seem like you know they're starting to get unhealthy. A lot of times because they have this thing where they feel like they're trapped in the pulpit, either mentally that they're, they're, they're tied to it, you know, to the point that you know this is a small thing. This is just something that I notice. Uh, personally, even with myself, of, of how I've seen it with others and even how I felt it with myself, is it's amazing that no matter the age of the pastor, whether male or female, isn't it amazing how sometimes you could go places and you would have the expectation of seeing them always dressed up? Like the first time you see, uh, I can even remember myself the first time that I've seen certain pastors in some gym shoes. I'm like, wow, really? You know, or it's some jeans or something, some other than a suit and a dress shirt, and it kind of throw you off. But we have to realize, you know, like I said, once again, they're people, they're human. What's wrong with some gym shoes? What's wrong with some jeans? What's wrong with, you know, for even for female pastors, you see them wear some other than a long skirt, a long dress. You know, you see them with some pants or something on, you almost have a fit. What is that? You know, they're more than just their pulpit. So, I, I'm praying for those that feel this way, that say, man, you know, I just feel like I, I'm trapped. I can't do anything outside of this. There's this expectation for me always to be a person's pastor all the time. You know, now don't get me wrong. It's nothing wrong with giving your pastor respect. 
even when you see them in other settings. But sometimes they're not, you know, they're not always the pastor. They're the pastor within the confines of that wall, that building. They're the pastor. They're the pastor when you when you need them to be the pastor. You know, but when they get home and it's time to put the garbage out, you know, it's not oh, pastor putting the garbage out. No, they're a person. Or pastor's cleaning the house, pastor's washing his car. No, they're human beings. It's time to stop being in trapped in the pulpit. Break that cycle of bondage because the Lord is not putting us in bondage. Only the devils try to put us in bondage. The Lord gives us liberty and freedom in serving him. Yes, we have a requirement to believe, trust, obey, and to follow him. But he's not trying to trap us in the pulpit. Well, thank you very much for joining us. Thank you for tuning in to The Practical Preacher, where we believe that the Bible isn't just stories, but a practical guide for everyday living. May God bless you and keep you is our prayer. Take care.